Love is something that, you know, we humans, we, we actually can't really give that love as the love that is called the agape love of God. Anytime you find a man tell a woman and say, I love you, there's something attached to it. Praise God. And when... A woman tells a man too, I love you. There is something what? That love is seen as a conditional love. The day you go beyond the beyond, you will be dissect, you know, they will dissect you from the relationship out. Praise God. What you see, there is a love that surpasses our faults. The Bible says, no greater love than this. Am I communicating with somebody? I don't know if you've ex experienced that love, but for me, I've experienced that love. No greater love than the love of Christ. The Bible says, even while we were yet sinners, even while we were wallowing in sin in our fault, he came and he died for us not wanting us to be perfect first but he he went beyond our faults to see us with our eyes of perfection praise god that's why i say to us that you would you, you must never see yourself as imperfect in the eyes of god because the perfectness of christ is now resident inside of you praise god it's not about it's not about who you are or where you're coming from or what you have done in the past praise god the past will bury themselves why the lord is interested in your tomorrow and your today praise god and i want you to know that that love of christ is resident today in this house amen i thought you would celebrate amen. hallelujah hallelujah praise god there is um there is a whole of God's presence in this house, but I'm just going to try to do what the Holy Spirit has put in my heart. Amen. Last week, we started um, 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 uh, a topic on the golden charge. And I said to Ross, I say, I'm going to try to finish up today. Praise God. And um, I said to Ross that when you have an instruction when you receive an instruction from that moment you have received that instruction you become indestructible because you have kept the instruction and i said to us that whoever that does not keep instruction faces destruction praise god it is an error when you receive an equipment that you have never used before. The reason why you have um, what they call manual, it's to guide you, to instruct you 
on how to operate that particular instrument, that particular equipment. Today we have a guide, and that guide is your Bible. That guide is the Word of God. If you have your Bible in the house, just lift it up for me. Bring down your volume a little bit. Take it down, take it down. Just play in the background. Praise God. Say, this is my Bible. It is the Word of God. This is the Word of life. Inside of this Word is written everything that concerns me. Word of God. Be the power in my life. Be the grace that I sought for. From today, as I look deep into the word of God, let the glory of Elohim envelop me. Somebody say, believe in amen. amen. That amen doesn't look born again. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and give your neighbor a good amen. amen. <laughs> Praise God. I believe God that you have your writing materials yesterday night let me say this to us yesterday night i was caught up in a revelation praise god hear this clearly and in that revelation i saw how two aircrafts one was about taking off and the other was landing but I saw how men were running because there was there was so much chaos in the land. And I didn't really understand what was happening. But a man appeared in that revelation to tell me and say, watch how everybody is struggling to get into that aircraft. Because there were just two. And that is going to be the last flight. Now, the man said to me that the first flight has taken place. Has already taken off. It's loaded. It's gone. But he said to me, he said, you see, this Airbus that is still in the tarmac. He said, it's the last flight. And I really want to know and understand what it's the meaning of the first flight that has taken off already and the next flight that is still loading and he said to me that the first flight is the sense that has departed within the space of three years you would agree with me that between 2000 late 2001 a lot of believers, even pastors, up till this date, passed on to glory. God has taken them on that flight. And so, I was told in that trance, in that revelation, that this last flight is the last trump. 
And he said, tell them to amend their ways. For this second flight is out of grace and mercy. I know that as a believer, you understand what that meant. And we have to live our lives like there is no tomorrow. If you read through the scriptures, you would know that everything that Jesus had predicted about the end time had come to pass up to 99.9%009. If you were a Bible student, you would know. But there is something I've seen that the devil is doing to the body of Christ. Our minds are being occupied by things that doesn't matter. A question was asked, what shall it profit a man when you buy that bodacious house? driving the most expensive cars have money like no man can ever imagine and at the end of it your soul is lost what I'm about saying or what I've started saying and what I'm going to keep saying this kind of ministration is the type that has left the church if you notice Nobody tells you anymore, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. No one would ever, would ever say that. You know why? Because when you hear the Antichrist, 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 Antichrist is not a person. Antichrist is a spirit. It's a spirit that will walk in the lives of the believers in the end time, in the last days. The spirit of the Antichrist is the spirit that makes people believe that they don't need the church of Jesus Christ anymore. The spirit of the Antichrist is a spirit that calls evil good and good evil. If you look at the system that is being built by humans today, every norms of lives, every way, every part and, and way that has been ordered that man should walk upon today has been defied. And it's not just being defied. The scripture says that Satan is the God of this earth. In quote, praise God. But listen, he's a God to those that don't have God. And if he is indeed, when unbelievers ascend to power, what would, whose, whose desire do you think they will bring to pass? 
they would do the will of their master. System have been put in place to checkmate the church. A whole lot is being rearranged. And one of the spirits you will notice in this end time is the spirit of complacency. And the, 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 the feeling of telling yourself that I have arrived. There is no need to go further. The Bible says, seek the Lord when you shall find him. <laughs> For the night hour cometh when no man will be able to walk anymore. Child of God, there is always a night hour. And I don't care whether you are a prophet or whether you are an apostle of apostles. Whatever title you, you, you hang around your neck. If you don't walk in the light of Christ, crisis is inevitable. When I saw that revelation, I woke up from it and tears filled my eyes these early hours. The Bible says in the, in the end time, it says the love of many shall wax cold. It see, it, the prophecy has come to pass already. We are no longer waiting for the love of many believers to wax cold. It's already waxing cold. Are you aware that in, the, in, in Europe, many, many churches are being bought over? Why? Because and there is nobody in there. Churches are closing every now and then during the pandemic do you know how many churches have shut down i was telling us the other day that somebody told me and said ah pastor you know it would be very very wonderful and good if we just continue the online services hmm. pastor i enjoyed it so much because i would just relax in my sitting room while you preach the spirit of the Antichrist. The spirit of the Antichrist is the spirit that makes you believe that the kind of Christianity that is good for you is the Christianity of coffee, coffee Christianity. You put your tea in the cup and keep it by the side and cross your beautiful legs. And yes, right on, Pastor. Now you're watching Pastor like Hollywood from the TV. What happened when the Bible said, do not forsake the gathering of the brethren? I even heard some pastors say, it is not necessary. The spirit of the Antichrist has no respect for persons. Has no respect for title. Has no respect for whoever you are. It could grip you and drift you and you don't know that you've been drifted. You just drift away and you are gone. Hallelujah. I 
I don't know. The Holy Spirit is just moving me to a direction now, and I just have to follow. Hallelujah. The book of First Timothy. First Timothy chapter one. Uh, sorry, First Timothy chapter four. Sorry, verse verse number one. Going to be reading down. Praise God. I want to. I want to try to demystify something to us, and I want to draw a very, a very open revelation to us. Praise God. The Holy Spirit just told me, he says, son, drop the ministration you have. The atmosphere has changed for something else, and I'm going to move the living of the Holy Spirit. Now, watch this. He said, now the Spirit speaketh, not any man. The Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times, some shall do what? Come on, help me out. Giving what? Stop there. Some shall depart from the faith. They will give attention to seducing spirits. You think when you hear seduction is only when a woman dresses in a kind of way and she turns like this and turns this way. Hello? That's physical seduction. <laughs> Spiritual seduction is worse than physical seduction. When you hear the word false prophet, a false teacher is even worse than a false prophet. So when you read scriptures like this, don't just say, okay, you're talking about people that are seducing others. That's not true. That's a that spirit. No man with their naked eyes sees a spirit. Am I communicating with somebody? So spirits, they are called disembodied demons, are called disembodied spirits. They seek to dwell inside of humans, they want a host body. So the spirit of the Antichrist is that spirit that has gone beyond or before the antichrist just as john the baptist was the forerunner of christ he was the one that had to go to preach and make room and make way for the messiah to come and immediately the messiah came john the baptist ministry was over so the spirit of the antichrist before the one that will be said to be the 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 the, the, the prince of darkness will appear this is the spirit that has held the church bound today Now the spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter time some shall depart from the faith and shall give heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Doctrines of devils. Today, 
most people that were worshippers of Obia, praise God, they no longer stay in the shrine anymore. Many of them are on suit. They've turned their shrine into church. Some of them are operating spiritual houses. And do you know what? Most believers from the church go there. They are giving heed to seducing spirits. I was praying for a man uh, that was 200 feet west when we were the other side. And while I was praying, the Lord said to me that look at his hands. And I turned his hand, I saw about four rings. And the Lord said to me that this ring is a ring of protection. It's a talisman given to him by an agent of Obia. And I told him, I said, see me after the service. Listen, if you must defeat the devil in this dispensation, there is no time to play around as a believer. You must hear the voice of God, not your thoughts. Your thoughts will deceive you, but the voice of the Lord will give you direction. And you must have the boldness to speak. And I told him, I said, see me after the service. And when he came, I said to him, sir, you cannot serve two masters at the same time. He laughed and looked at me. And I'm just a um, very nice man from the Caribbean. He, he laughed and looked at me and said, pastor. I said, yes. I said, these rings you are having on you, you know that this ring came from the kingdom of darkness. He said, anyway, yes. Uh, I took it because my business is not going very well. So I took that. And anytime I sell and people give me their money cash, as I take it, he started telling me things. And I said to him, I said, sir, God can forgive you, but you have to drop these things. He said, okay, I will think about it. You see, when you look at this part of the world, North America, you may be deceived by the very advanced technology that is in place. And you may be tempted to believe that people don't practice certain things in this part of the world. It's everywhere. Am I communicating with somebody? There are people that come into the church with talisman. Like they are saying, Father, in the name of Jesus, they still have the one they have here. Tied around their waist. Giving heed to seducing spirits and the doctrines of the devil. Some years back, back in Africa, in Nigeria, I went for a mountain prayers, and when I got to that mountain, because when you say you're going to a mountain to pray, not the one who say here that, oh, I want to go to the mountain, and the next thing you are in a cozy room with air condition blowing, blowing your spirit out and in. No, when you say you are going to the mountain, it's a literal mountain. You will climb the rock and go up there where nobody will mercy you to bring food for you. It's between you and the sky. 
you will be there day and night. The mosquitoes will beat you. If a lot will happen to you, you are seeking the face of God on the mountain. It's a real traditional way to do it. I went there. That was in 20, 2011, 2012. And suddenly, there was this prophet that came with his church members, some other section. So he said the Lord told him that I should minister to his congregation. And when I accepted it, I just went. I am Pastor Esther was there. So like I, I went. As I lifted up my hands <laughs> to worship, do you know, even at the peak of the mountain, close to God, people were still having their talisman. And while I opened my eyes, I saw two, a man and a woman, the woman, she has her own charms in her house. The charm was kept under her pillow where she sleeps. The man has his own tied around his waist, but he was speaking in tongues. And I said to them, I said, there are two of you here, even right here that we are praying and calling on God. You have a God also that you are worshiping and you, your faith is put and placed on that God. I say, come out. They don't want to come out. I say, I, I give you the count of ten. If you don't come out, two of you are not going to survive it. Suddenly, the both of them came out. Their pastor was shocked and surprised. There are certain things that happen in the church. You know that the love for God is gone. Turn to your neighbor and say, my neighbor, it's time to go back to God. It's time. If you must be part and parcel of that flight, it's time to go back. Prosperity preaching is good. But when it becomes the, the purpose and aim, why you come to church, then you've lost focus of God. Prophecy is not for believers. According to the scriptures, prophecy is a sign unto unbelievers, not believers. If you must defeat the spirit of this day, you must be a student of the word of God. I'm not saying what pastor told you. Forget about what people are telling you. You must know God for yourself. Enough of going back home and you fling your Bible under the bed. The only time you remember it again is the next Sunday. Some of us, our Bible, there are cobwebs on our Bible. Like that's to tell you that you've not opened it for like three months. How then shall you grow? See, let me tell you, do not rely your faith on man. Don't. Put your faith in God. Jehoshaphat said, believe the Lord your God and it shall be established. He said, believe his prophets and also you shall prosper. But you must believe God first. 
You see, I'm very particular about people when they come around and say pray. There is a way you act. I'll just know that you do, you do visit Obia, Obia people. Praise God. Because there is a way somebody will act. I, there, there was a sister. Every time she consults me like I am Obia, Obia priest. <laughs> I wonder, I said to her, I said, come, this your consultation is not looking like. And I asked her, because I said, do you ever spend time to study the word of God and pray? She said, no. I said, then, you must do that. Because I, I, I told her, I said, I cannot carry you to the depth of where I am when you are not willing to go as deep as I am. You cannot be a believer for 15 years. And when they ask you, you know, the worst part of it is that sometimes when I ask somebody, I say, are you born again? They said, yes, I'm baptized. Uh, no, 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 no. Listen, are you born again? Pastor, I've been baptized. My father, my mother, they baptized me in their church. Sister, I am asking, are you born again? That as believers, we don't even know the difference between water baptism and be born again. That is, that is a big trouble for us as a church. Praise God. Give me verse 2 of that scripture. Praise God. Give me verse 2 in the Amplified. Verse 2 in Amplified. Verse number 2. Give me the Amplified version. Now, in bracket, it says, misled by the hypocrisy of liars whose conscience are seared as with a branding iron, leaving them incapable of ethical function. Incapable of ethical functioning. I personally don't like being in a church that is powerless. Praise God. The reason why Christianity is different and is not to be tagged a religion is because in the presence of God there is fullness of joy and there is a demonstration of the power of the Holy Ghost. But the first thing we need is not to run after the power. It's to run after the word of God. Any teaching that takes your attention out of the word and puts your attention on man is not from God. Am I complicated with somebody? It's not from God. The Bible says test every spirit. You don't have to use a tester light and go around and touch on the person's body and say, let me check if there is current fluid. No, no, no. The testing, what you use, the parameter to use in testing is the word of God. If what is being said and what is being preached does not connect to the word of God and confirmed by the word of God, then that particular spirit is not of God. It's a, it's, 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 it's a deceiving and a seducing spirit. Hallelujah. Verse number three. Verse number three of that scripture. 
go ahead he said who for, forbid marriage and advocate abstaining from certain kind of foods which god has created to be gratefully shared by those who believe and have a clear knowledge of the truth go ahead verse 4 for everything god has created is good and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with gratitude when we come with this heart and with this flow of grace we see something from the perspective of the holy spirit and what you see from that dimension is what you stay with because that is the truth am i communicating with somebody hallelujah go down to verse number 13 listen to what paul said to timothy that's the only way you can escape the spirit of the antichrist verse number 14 praise god verse verse 13 sorry verse 13 go back he said until i come do what come on talk to me until i come do what Did he say until I come? Make sure you go and keep just be praying. Let them be prophesying over you. No. Until I come, say devote yourself, talking about outright dedication to public reading of scripture, to preaching and to teaching. The sound what? doctrine of god not the doctrines of devils anybody that tells you to take a red candle and go and put it on in your house or to to carry some kind of incense to burn in your house do you know that in demonology in demonology one particular incense that you burn attract 900 demons i'm not joking there are there are scented stuff that you can burn yes but there is this specific ones you buy from some spirited stores they tell you that it's it's chased away negative energy have you heard that before don't go close because you may not be having any unnecessary visitors but by the time you start doing that you are attracting them a sister sometime said to me say pastor i went to this place and they told me that i should buy seven red big candles i should burn them every night i said to her then when you finish burning them what happened she said nothing she said, in fact, the problem increased. I said, that's very good. So, would you burn another seven? So, it becomes 14. Let me tell you, everything you will ever need or you're looking for is in the word of God. If you're looking for power, it's here. Study the word. Pray. Spend time with the Holy Spirit. He, the more the Holy Spirit 
you spend time with him the more he empowers your spirit man to do greater works a pastor said to me he said oh, bishop kevin how do you even hear god praise god i said ah, it's very simple first i hear him from the word and because i am close to the word of god i am my ears are not close to his heartbeat god will never speak to me what his word is not confirming am i communicating with somebody he said but how i say sir is a sign that you don't spend time with the holy spirit jesus said my sheep hears my voice my sheep hears my voice my sheep hears my voice except you have decided to be a goat because goats don't listen it's only sheep that hears god and follows so when we make ourselves as sheep of his pasture when he speaks we hear him even in the midst of challenges we hear him and you can never get it wrong I come together with somebody, you can never get it wrong. A lady gave a testimony that she got into a bus to travel from one province to another. And she heard the voice of God clearly said to her, get down from that bus and wait for the next one. She said she got down from the bus and waited for the next one. And the bus took off. One hour later, the next bus that she was in took off. Just for them to drive another one hour, they saw that bus crashed. Everybody died. This dispensation, you must learn to hear God for yourself. The Bible says, as many that are led by the Spirit of God, say they are the sons and daughters of God. So ask your neighbor, say, please, what is leading you? No, it's very important. What is leading you? Whose voice do you hear? You want to be great and you want to be powerful. Everybody wants to be great, even myself. I even want more. Praise God. I'm even praying to God to give me more. But the real source of that greatness is the word of god when you are led by the spirit of god sometimes i will just be trying to drive from the office here back home and the holy spirit will just tell me don't take the forward take the back road that's it sometimes i'll be driving with somebody person say ah but this place is i say don't worry <laughs> if you are too in a haste please come down and take take uber let you and uber drive down to that place well me i'm taking this place it may look too long but it is rather beneficial for you to stay in a place of safety than to be in a haste and end your destiny untimely. When you hear God clearly, it's not all friendship you call your friend. There are some persons, they are like... They are mosquitoes with very long pipe. When they pipe you, connect their pipe. 
sucking everything from you and they never, the only thing they will give back is malaria. They make you sick. But when you hear God, God will tell you, this one is not for you. That one is not for you. Friendship is not by force. Hello? Even in the church. There are some relationships in the church that it's just good to just tell the person, how are you today? And they say, fine. Okay, so um, how was your week? Week was good. All right, no problem. Just keep the relationship at arm's length. You think it's everybody, they say, lift up your holy hands, that the hands are really holy. Some are lifting up guns. Some are lifting up AK-47. Some are lifting up machete. You may not see it, but that's what their relationship can offer. Destruction. Pains and penury. But when you are guided by the Spirit of God, As I am so in this country, praise God, I give God praise. There are pastors everywhere, but they are not my friends. And I'm not against them, praise God. There are just few, handful. Even when you watch me and I do programs, you see faces repeat themselves. You know why? Birds of the same feather, they flock together. There are no two Joshuas, there is always one Joshua. There are no two Caleb's, there is always one Caleb. There is always one person somewhere God has made that person to be your own helper of destiny. You can only miss that person because you don't hear from the Lord. There are no many helpers of destiny. Everybody here cannot help you the same way. Some relationships are very toxic. You just go in, you, you are dead. Praise God. Some are blissful. You go in, the doors open for you. Am I talking to somebody? The devil can use anybody. Hello? Anybody can be used if they make themselves available. Was Peter not used? Peter was used. Jesus was speaking to his disciples and giving them details of how everything is going to happen to him. The Bible said Peter took him aside and started rebuking him. How dare you, our master, say you will die? For what? And when Jesus looked into Peter's eye, he wasn't seeing Peter anymore. Looked into his eyes again very well. He saw Satan inside. He said, get ye behind me, Satan. And Jesus said, Peter, I have prayed for you, for the enemy, the devil, is seeking to sift you like wheat. May you not be sifted in the name of Jesus. Amen. That amen has kwashoko. That amen is not born again. Amen. You will never be sifted like wheat in this year in the name of Jesus. Amen. From this year beyond, your life will be a thing of testimony. In the name of Jesus. At least Peter has a pastor that his eyes are open. That could see that something is wrong. By communicating with somebody. And Jesus said to him, say, I have prayed for you. Your friendship should be a friendship that prays for one another. 
not a friendship that criticizes and backbites one another. Salutation is not love. That you wake up in the morning, somebody tell you good morning, does not mean that they wish that morning to be good for you. So you got to be smart in the spirit. Be at a lot. You wake up one morning and the, the, your, your body becomes so heavy to go out. My dear, call your boss and tell your boss it is where today. I'm not joking. Many have forced themselves out of the house and they never came back. And when it happened, there are ghosts, I know, there are ghosts by there will be saying, ha! But I was told though, Have you ever had something in your spirit and you followed it and later you were so happy and some of us will refer to it as something said to me. Do I have a witness in the house? Yeah. You heard that? You, you heard that? You say, ah, something said to me and I just did it. Oh, wow. You forget that that's something you're, that thing you're calling something is the Holy Spirit. But you told me the other day that the Holy Spirit doesn't speak to you. Let me tell you, God speaks to everybody. Even to the unbelievers. The Lord is ministering to their spirit to repent. Can I say something to you? People will remember you for two things. Are you there? The trouble you cost them and the trouble you help them to solve. Nobody will remember you for giving them one million dollars. Trouble and settlement of challenges is the two great things of life. That when you walk this earth and you are gone, they will remember you for these two things. So, pastor, then how, what then shall it be? Live your life today like you don't have tomorrow. Live a life of not holding grudges against people. Like I said the other Sunday, some of us, we have ledger of people that have offended us since 1845. We're writing it up to 2021. Who is in bondage? The person you are angry with is busy thanking God for their lives. You were just angry. Let the peace of the Lord that surpasses all understanding. You know why it surpasses all understanding? Because something may happen around you. People feel like, oh, you should feel so bad about it. But you, come, you, you, you just come out in the public and your face is bright and you are happy. And they say, but you're not acting like something like this happened. You say, because God has taken control. Amen. It is more easier to live a life with Christ than living a life without Christ. I was driving the other day around Oshawa downtown, and I saw this lady begging for arms. And I gave her some little thing. I said, no. I turned back again, and I gave her some more. And I asked her, I said, why are you here? 
She looked into my eyes. I believe the Holy Spirit struck her like a lightning bolt. She burst into tears and started crying. People are going through things. And the Bible, God was speaking that you and I, we are the light of this world. How then shall you, or can you shine, or shall you shine, if you actually don't have the Holy Ghost and the Spirit of God in you? She started weeping, and I prayed for her. I told her, I said, you can stop standing here and make a decision about your life. And something new can happen in your life. Stop causing problems for people. Help people out of their problems. When somebody comes in contact with you, let them forever be grateful to God that you came into their life. That is the easiest way to live a Christ-like life. Christ never caused problem for anyone. Praise God. But he was a problem solver. There are some things we don't even need to fight about. I tell you, it's too draining to be arguing. Just, you want it, take it and go. That's it. My mom told me a story of a woman that her neighbor has been harassing her several times. And one day the neighbor met her. In the, you know, when somebody's talking to you and you're not responding back, it looks like you're weak. And the neighbor met her in the, at the marketplace. And he said, you, this woman, I've been talking to you and you're not answering me. And walked up to her and gave her a resounding slap. The woman looked at her and said to her, I say, I will not respond to you because I'm a responsible married woman in my home. When she turned her back and left, the area boys, you know who they call the area boys? The hoodlums around. They saw what happened. When they descended on this woman, the woman was not the same anymore. When you leave the battle for God, the way God will beat your enemies, you will even pity them. Let me tell you something. <laughs> you, you think that when David said, oh God, it is better I fall into your hand than fall into the hands of my enemies. When God deals with your enemies because you allowed him to fight the battle, the reason why most of your enemies are rejoicing and they're having feel of the day and moving up and down, dancing up and down, like, you know, is because you decided that you want to fight. Are you, are you stronger than David that prayed, oh Lord, deliver me from him that is stronger than me? Some of us, we want to show us, what are you showing? Just let God deal with the matter. The timing of God is not your timing. Because some of us, we just believe that, okay, God said he will fight. Is he not? So, tomorrow, God, by this time tomorrow, at least, let me hear. Let me hear. It doesn't work that way. A thousand years is as a day in the eyes of God. 
So that tells you that the way God views things is different from how you view things. And when he will respond is even when you have forgotten about the matter. I've seen it happen many times. I told you about the testimony of a man that was harassing me in the estate where I was staying back home. Harassing me day and night. Harassing me day and night. Accusing me falsely. To the extent that he went to the police and made false accusation against me. And I was with the commissioner of police in his office, and I received a call from home that, hey, some police men are here to do for you. I said, what's the problem? They said, oh, Harry, his name is Harry. Harry accused you of having so many arms and ammunition in your car. I said, to do what? The arms and ammunition I have is my Bible. So the commissioner of police said, which division is that? I said, I don't know. He said, okay, don't just worry. When you get to that division, give me a call. Tell the division officer to, to, that is in charge to give me a call. Listen, it is sweet to be connected. You didn't hear me. <laughs> One of the prayers you should pray is that, Father, connect me to, con to, to places that matters. When I, when I got down to that place, he was seated, wagging his two legs like this, like, ha, I've caught him pastor today. Today, they will put him in jail. Me, jail. Not seen anything. <laughs> so, while I sat down, I allowed them to run their mouth. The elders, know what I did? Took my Bible, I kept it by the side. and went down on my knees. He was looking at me. I knelt down, lifted up my two hands. I said, Harry, from the point where you start saying these things to the point where you stopped in this petition as i lift up my hands up to heaven let this same accusation come upon you in less than 21 days when i said that the officers there they know this one is pastor everybody because in africa you don't you don't joke with pastors praise god everybody saw that my i have left that realm i'm now in the spirit realm the Officers, everyone, other, okay, Pastor, you can go. We'll call you when the time comes. If we need you, we'll call you. I graciously got up from that place and I left. Do you know what happened? Exactly on the eighth day, there was this other neighbor he was terrorizing, and he has told that neighbor that he is going to deal with him and the wife. And I tell you, that man was a terror. So, on this particular night, the man and the wife, they were driving back home. While they were about getting into the exit, here is a car behind them, armed robbers. They accosted them, brought out guns. I said, give me your property. So, they robbed them. The story, the narrative changed. Oh, Harry told us yesterday that he's going to kill us and deal with us. Just only tonight, 24 hours later, there were robbers everywhere. And you know the squad that came to pick him up? It's a very high anti-robbery squad. When they picked him up, you know, he said this was what I was doing. The same thing came upon him also. They hung him like a fish. His legs up, his head down. He was tortured very well to review people that he doesn't even know. That's the worst case. 
when the third world cops are asking you to review criminals that you've not even met before, Harry was there confessed that he's a believer. He was there confessed that he's a pastor. He repented twice. Got born again two times again. And again and again and again. And when he came back to the estate, he didn't spend 48 hours. He ran out of the estate and went and told people that, you see that pastor? He's not an ordinary human being. If you allow God to fight your battle, he will glorify you, glorify himself also in your life. That's why I don't, I don't answer critics. Their mouth is anointed to talk. People must talk. Do you want their mouths to smell? They must talk. As a believer, don't be moved or care about what people have to say. What you should care about is what you, are what you have decided to do about yourself and what God is saying about you. That's all. I don't live my life based on the opinion of the poor. For opinion is the cheapest commodity in the market. Even a madman walking on the street has one for you. A madman can see you and call you names. So will you go and arrest him because he's calling you? It's his opinion. So you live your life beyond offense. Forgive people in advance knowing that they are human beings. And because you hear from the Lord. God tell you, step out of this battle, step out. God tell you, do this, do that. I was talking to somebody a few days ago. I said, the reason why people in North America, most people in North America don't hear God is because they hear God, though, but they say it's a psychological problem. They are having psychological issue. You know why? Because maybe the Holy Spirit say, take your car, go and give it to this brother. You say, What? You get up from your sleep and you say, God forbid. You start binding the Holy Spirit. But the other day you said, Lord, use me. Talk to me. I want to hear you, sweet, gentle Holy Spirit. Listen. <laughs> when God starts talking to you, there are responsibilities you have, to, you have to carry out. God spoke to Abraham from the beginning to the end. Abraham carried out responsibility. Check the men, patriarchs in the Bible that God spoke to. They were people of faith and responsibilities was upon them. Because God asks you to give $2,000 to the church. You woke up from that prayers. And you say, wherever this evil voice is coming from, I know the powers in my father's house are after me now. And you start binding it. I bind you in the name of Jesus. And when the voice will not stop, you go to a psychiatric doctor. Say, please give me some medications. I tell you, only Jesus can give you peace of mind. I have a whole lot to tell you, but this is what the Lord wants me to drop in your spirit. Live your life like there is no tomorrow. The Bible says, do not bother about your tomorrow for it is taken care of already i told you last week sunday 
that you are here crying about 1500 debt that you are owing the man that is owing 15 million debt is still busy cruising his car enjoying himself you is 1500 and you want to kill yourself you want to take pills and commit suicide are you aware that canada too is indebted the canada we all are indebted I close by saying this to you. When Moses met with God at the burning bush, when the Lord spoke to him and told him everything, you know what he asked him? Very intelligent question. He said, you are the one sending me to Pharaoh, but Pharaoh is not seeing you. The children of Israel, they've never seen you before. Who will I tell them have sent me? God looked around himself. There is no name above his name. There is nothing that he can say that is beyond him. And he turned to Moses and said to Moses, tell them that I am that I am have sent you. You know what that means? If today you see God as a deliverer, he will deliver you today. If today you see the Lord as a provider, he will provide for you. If today you see God as, as one that can lift you up, he will lift you because he's the lifter of men. The way you see God, that is how he will manifest himself to you. Rise up to your feet.